Welcome back to MacTax. In this first official episode, we're going to talk about what what is the IRS, who needs to file a tax return, and why you may want to file in order to get money back on your taxes. Please remember the content of this podcast is for educational purposes only, and you should consult with your accountant, advisor, and other resources before making any decisions. Okay, so what is the IRS? IRS is short for Internal Revenue Service, which is the United States Federal Collection Agency that implements the tax law, provides guidance on how to be in compliance with the law, and ultimately is responsible for processing your tax returns. You'll hear many people on commercials refer to the IRS as the most powerful collection agency in the world. In some cases, this is true because the IRS is the only division of government where you are actually guilty until proven innocent. For instance, if the IRS says you didn't pay enough taxes and you got to pay more, the burden of proof lies on you, the taxpayer, to provide the evidence that you paid the correct amount of taxes. For today, let's break down the formal IRS guidance in Publication 501 on who needs to file a tax return. Okay, so this may not this may not come as a surprise to most of you, but if you have a job and you make money for that job, you're most likely going to have to file a tax return. It doesn't matter whether you are a citizen or not, you must file a tax return. A non-resident alien, which is the technical term defined by the IRS for individuals living in the U.S. who are not a citizen and do not have a green card, are obligated to file a tax return under separate rules different than a citizen who would file a tax return. Now, doesn't that just make things complicated? Even if you die, you still have to file a tax return. Now, you must be thinking, these people at the IRS are nuts, right? Well, the only way that you really get out of filing a tax return is if you don't make a certain amount of money. All right, so let's dive into the numbers. What are the numbers that you must make each year in order to be required to file a tax return as a U.S. citizen? Well, there's different filing statuses that you can claim on a tax return. Let's use the two most common filing statuses, single and married filing jointly for purposes of this podcast. For single individuals under the age of 65, if you ended 2018 with gross income less than $10,400, you do not need to file a tax return. If you're married and under 65 and both of your husband and wife made under $20,800, you are not required to file the tax return. Now, this is income that is considered taxable. What's taxable income? Basically, any income that is specifically uh, that is not specifically defined as not taxable. So basically, the only most the only thing most people would know is municipal bonds. That is specific interest income that you earn that is not taxable. Very few things in this world are not taxable. Now there are other filing statuses, but for now we're going to stick to just these two, and we'll go into the other filing statuses. In future episodes, there's something else that you need to figure out when determining whether you need to file a tax return or not, and is that are you a dependent of somebody or not? 
if you are a dependent of somebody or even can be claimed as a dependent by somebody else under the following rules, this changes your threshold of income. So there are two sets of rules for being a dependent. You can be a qualifying child or a qualifying relative. The rules for a qualifying child are as follows. The child must be your son, daughter, stepchild, foster child, brother, sister, half-brother, half-sister, stepbrother, stepsister, or a descendant of any of them. The child must be under the age of 19 or under the age of 24 if they're a student in college. They, the child must have lived with you for more than half of the year. The child must not have provided more than half of his her own support. The child must not be filing a joint return, a.k.a. married. So if you meet any of those requirements, you have to be claimed as a dependent. You cannot claim yourself as single. You're being claimed as a dependent. Now, the other test to figure out if you're a dependent or can be claimed as a dependent is test to be a qualifying relative. So the first one is you're not a qualifying child. Okay, good job, IRS. Very useful. Number two, the person's either a must be related to you in one of the following ways listed under relatives who don't have to live with you or must live with you for all of the year as a member of your household. That's the more common one you need to meet. Basically, your grandma, your uncle, they live in your house the entire year. That meets that checkbox for qualifying relative. Also, the qualifying relative must have gross income of less than $4,050. And four, you must provide more than half of the person's total support for the year, which means paying for the expenses, their food, etc. If you fall under one of those two categories, then your income threshold is much lower. So if you have earned income of $6,350, which means money you make from working at a job, then you have to file a tax return if you make more money than that. If you have unearned income of $1,000, of $1,050, excuse me, which is basically interest income you make in the bank, uh, gains that you've had from stocks, anything that you basically didn't have a job and work for the money, that's unearned income. So if you have the greater of 1000 or 6000 and you can be claimed as a dependent, you'll have to file a tax return. Here's a fun fact. Parents used to get a $4,000 deduction, formerly called an exemption against their income, for each dependent they had, basically for each child they had, you would get to deduct $4,000 on your tax return against your income. Not too bad, right? Just for having kids. These rules changed under the new tax law, but there are still other credits that you can claim as opposed to this $4,000 deduction that went away. We'll get into deductions and credits in future episodes. By now, you may be celebrating or dreading the fact that you will have to file your tax returns. I'm going to end this podcast on a good note, though, by telling you all the reasons why you should file, because you may be able to get money back from the government. Here's reasons why you should file. You had income tax withheld from your pay throughout the year. All those subtractions from your paycheck every week that you don't know why you're losing all that money, but you don't like it, that's money that you're paying in to your taxes for the year end. That's money that you should be paying on your tax return. They're taking it out early for you this way. They make sure they have their money 
and you don't have to pay money at the end of the year on money that you t- pay taxes at the end of the year on money that you made but no longer have because you spent it all. They normally, when you get taxes deducted from your paycheck every week, they're going to withhold more money than you actually owe. So you want to file your taxes at the end of the year, April 15th, which is the deadline, to make sure you get that money back that was withheld from your paycheck. That's your money. You work for it. Another reason why you might want to file your tax returns are there are what's called credits where you will actually make money back that you didn't even work for. This is in addition to your withholding money. Certain credits that allow you to get money back from the government or what's called the earned income credit, child tax credit, the American Opportunity Education Credit, which is a credit for going to college. You actually get money back from the government if you meet certain qualifications. Healthcare coverage tax credit, and then federal tax fuels credit. So these are certain credits that we'll dive into later on where if you meet the qualifications, you'll actually get money back in addition to the money taken out of each paycheck that you've uh, already worked for. Not too bad, right? For reference on where I got this information on this episode, you can see IRS Publication 501 on the IRS's website. Thank you for listening.